The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Martial arts, mixed martial arts. How do we like your martial arts? We like it mixed. Wow, what an introduction, Casey! You might be the most excited person for this card in the entire world. Yes, fresh off of a memorable UFC 295 event that rocked Madison Square Garden, UFC returns home to the hallowed apex for. UFC Vegas 82. We thought this could be kind of a historic card. This was scheduled to be the final Apex event of 2023, but alas, we'll have one more on December 9th. But this is all about the middleweights. Brennan Allen versus Paul Craig, which should be a very fun main event. We'll talk about the stakes and what this fight means in a matter of moments, but thank you for joining us. I am Mike Keck, joined by... My fellow teammates, my friends first, my fellow New Englander, fresh off his trip to New York City for UFC 295, the one and only Jose Youngs. Jose, how we doing, my man? Physically, almost better. Nasty bout of COVID right after I got back from New York, but we persevere, especially for Brandon Allen versus Paul Craig. Yes, and my best friend, the king of the north, co-host, co-matchmaker, on to the next one, the prince of positivity, and boy, we need it. Mr. Alexander Kaylee, AK, what's going on with the weigh-ins right now? Do, do, do not, we have any updates? You're, you're not getting the positivity. I'm, I'm salty. I'm salty about the scheduling of this uh, preview show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you guys for being on the show. But that we, we that there's weigh-ins going on right now, and I cannot give them my full attention is a travesty. I will be making this. I will, I will be reporting this to HR. But for now, I will try to maintain some semblance of professionalism. Thank you, my best friend. Uh, I'll give people live updates of the weigh-ins should uh, 
Should anything crazy happen? Lucas Alexander just missed weight. There you go. He missed weight by how much? Two pounds. There, see? AK, you're going to get breaking news music potentially multiple times throughout this preview Great. show. Great. This is the role you were always made for, just yeah. popping in with, with weight misses and weigh-in news during a preview show. So, look, gentlemen, I'm not here to mince words. I'm here to tell you like it is. This main event's going to be fun. Brennan Allen versus Paul Craig. It's going to be chaos for as long as it lasts. There's a couple of decent fights on this card. And I think Jed put it best on BTL AK yesterday when he said, individually, like if each fight was on its own island, like it's not bad. But when you combine them all together, it's just not all that good. So how do you gymnastics score this card, AK? How, how, do, you, how do you score this one? If UFC 295, I believe you said it would peak at 8.8. Where is this going to peak at? I mean, this is like it has to go below eight. This has to be in the seven point six, seven point five range. And I say this having, you know, have now having had a chance to do a deep dive during fight week into some of the matchups and you know look into some of the fighters who I might not be familiar with. There's a couple of very short. There's a couple of short notice replacements. Um, so yeah, I mean, some people might say seven point five, seven point four. The number keeps dropping. Is generous. I'm sure uh, I'll, I'll peek at the comments in a sec, but I'm sure that they're saying something like five four lower um the, 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 when i give a high number i mean i think people have to keep in mind it's because we tend to watch you know we tend to have to watch all these events anyway i won't be uh working this event thankfully sounds like a mean thing to say uh but if i were you know i i, I would have to be going to it with all those kinds of optimism so i would set a 7 4 7.5 but i think for a lot of fans if I'm if, if the question is, is it, is it strictly yes or no? Should you stay in on a Saturday night and watch this card? It's a it's a hard no. It's a hard no. AK, you, you said something that just isn't true. You said Saturday night. It's not going to be on Saturday night. And that's what bumps this a whole extra point for me. This is probably like six two six three, but 2 p.m. Eastern start time automatically bumps it up into the low sevens because early day MMA is the best kind of MMA. Like I said, Jose, I love this main event. I love the fact that these fighters get the opportunity before the holiday season to compete and make some money. So with that being said, I, I like it for them. But all in all, some good prospects. This is just – it's a contender series card on steroids in a lot of respects. Where, where, where are you at with this one? Um. I really like the top three fights a lot. Um, I don't really hang out with Damon or Jed, so my negative scale is not that far to the right. But, um, I mean, I really like the top three fights. There's a lot of fighters I'm very excited to watch on the prelim card. It's obviously not the best fight night. I definitely wouldn't say it's a contender series card on steroids. I think this is – if there was a different main event and this – current main event was the co-main event and every single fight stayed the same i wouldn't hate it at all um like if they put sadiq youssef and edson barbosa as this main event i would really like it i would really really like it i'm glad paul craig and brendan allen are getting five round fights because i think i would you know I, I always say like look just looking at it sporting wise i know mma fighting likes to talk about like storylines and intrigue level and this and that like just looking at it the sporting way because this is a sport. Uh, I had a lot of questions about Brendan Allen, and I had a lot of questions about Paul Craig. I'm glad they're getting five-round opportunities. Brendan Allen's been you know, chomping at the bits for a high contender fight in, in a main event spot. Paul Craig, you know, kudos to him. He even asked for Bo Nickel after his last win in middleweight. 
Um, obviously didn't get Bo Nickel. I think Bo, Bo's a little f- further away from getting one of these two gentlemen. But all in all, an important fight for a division that all of a sudden, with Israel Adesanya on the shelf for a bit and Alex Pereira going up to light heavyweight, um, yeah, an important fight. I'm not saying these guys are fighting for the title next, but, you know, there's a lot of people in that top 10 at 185 pounds that need fresh matchups. You know, Hamzat's allegedly supposed to fight for the title. He's not fighting anytime soon. Kamaru Usman just got a, just injected himself into the division. Robert Whitaker needs a fight. DDP is obviously fighting for the title. Jared Cannonier is hurt. So I like activity. So I do like this main event. I wish like what December 2nd, we're getting two five round fights in the main and co-main. If they would have thrown another main event or even another co-main event and made it a five round fight, I would like this fight. But as it stands, I very much like the top three fights quite a bit. Yeah. Yusuf Barboza headlining this and then Allen and Craig is the co-main. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good one-two punch right there. And like mm-hmm. I said, I do like this. I do like this main event. It's gonna be a bit chaotic. Brendan Allen kind of had a tough run, Jose, against the extreme couture guys. First, he gets finished by Sean Strickland. Didn't really let that go. And then ended up fighting Chris Curtis and ended up getting finished by Chris Curtis. I know Sean was kind of on his mind heading into that fight, but since then, dude's just been on a roll. He's been just running people, three straight finishes. Guy's on fire right now. Like you said, Jose, wants these big fights. And then Paul Craig jumps on down to 185, gets a quick finish of Andre Muniz in a crazy-ass fight. Mm-hmm. I really like this matchup here. I, I don't think there's any way this fight goes to the cards. But you mentioned this division getting really interesting and a lot of these guys wanting fresh matchups. Where does the winner go from here? Would you uh, say I like no a winner, t- A winner two away? Like how close to a title shot is is the winner of this fight, you think? I mean, I think they're cl- relatively close just because, you know, Israel's on the sideline. And like I said, Jared Karaniner should be fighting for the title. I at least in a number one contender fight, but he's obviously hurt. Uh, Roman Delice obviously said he had a fight coming up. Imavov obviously needs a, f- needs a fight. I know there's a lot of, like, talk about these matchups that are happening, but they're, nothing is official yet. Um, so any of those names that I said are probably next. Uh, obviously not Jared, but, you know. And I doubt Whitaker or Usman will take a fight like this because they're, you know, former champions that they want big names. And I honestly want those two to fight at 185 pounds. But I would imagine one of either Brendan Allen or Paul Craig, whoever wins, I'm sh- I know we're going to give our picks later. And I am actually pretty confident this fight goes to the decision. Um, it's probably like a de- not a delete say because he has a fight, but maybe the winner of the delete say rumored fight. Maybe an Imavov, you know, Kelvin Gaslam has a fight. Well, Kelvin Gaslam's at, at welterweight now. Um, Chris Kerr, who's Chris Kerr's fighting? Doesn't didn't he just get a fight book? Mark Andre Toronto, Barrio. Yeah. So like like I said, there's a lot of fun 185 fights coming up. So I don't know because the fight hasn't happened yet. And we all know my favorite saying. I don't need to say it again, but yeah, I have I have literally no idea. 185 is for as much hate as the middleweight gets, I think it's kind of fun right now with Israel giving himself time off and Alex leaving and Usman adding himself. 185 is kind of a fun fun division to matchmake right now. It is very fun. I feel like AK, you know, you and I have a matchmaking show. I feel like this is for the Marvin Vittori sweepstakes. Like, there's a very good chance we could get the winner fighting Marvin Vittori. Like, a name, top five, top six, Vittori is is probably not near a title shot at the moment unless he can run off a few straight wins. 
kind of feel like that's what these guys are fighting for. I also believe that Brendan Allen needs this one a lot more than Paul Craig does. Like Paul is just a fun dude. If he wins, loses, people don't care. They just kind of want to see him fight and just get into crazy scraps. But I feel like with where Brendan wants to go, even though he's only 27, I feel like I feel like he can't really lose right now if he wants to get into this title conversation. Where are you at with Brendan and then just the stakes of this fight in general? I actually kind of feel like, as again, as I was writing up the uh, preview, uh, predictions for this card, I actually kind of feel like they're at best two fights today. Uh, which I mean as a compliment, which I mean, like, as I do think, I do think this is an important fight. I was thinking back to, you know, it wasn't that long ago. It was only four months ago that Sean Strickland was fighting Avis Magomedov in a, uh, an Apex main event that seemed to have pretty, like, very little uh, title implications. Now, it was a different situation because Strickland uh, had a history with uh, Adesanya uh, as far as, like, verbal. Like, they, they had meant, they had talked about possibly fighting. Um we knew that there was a screwed up situation with DDP being the number one contender and, you know, not being able to make the uh, the date that they, they clearly wanted uh, Edison to fight on. So it, it's a different situation, but it does remind me a little bit of that as far as like I, I did. I certainly didn't think Strickland was going to get a title shot off of the Avis win. Um, and, and yet here we are. Uh, these two guys also don't have that the growing following of a Sean Strickland, love him or hate him. Uh, he says stuff that gets fans, att- has been getting fans attention and has been turning him into, uh, you know, a, a much more popular fighter. So that's another thing to take into account. Maybe Brendan Allen can make that leap personality wise. Maybe Paul Craig can make that leap personality wise, but they're not quite in the same position as Strickland. But I, I do like, uh, but I do like this matchup. I do think you're right that they're <laughs> fighting for the right to fight a more established contender in like a Marvin Vittori, perhaps someone else. You know, the top of 185 can shake loose, but that seems like the obvious name for either guy. That would be a really good call-out. I think no matter who wins, should, should go for Vittori. I know if Brandon Allen wins, he'll probably call for Strickland again. He's called for that rematch many, many, many times. Uh, so that's to his benefit. Allen's Brendan's a little bit further ahead. That's to his benefit that there is at least a history with the champion, even if the first fight wasn't particularly competitive. But it was a long time ago now. Uh, you could sort of sell a rematch. Craig is a little bit more of a wild card. Um, okay, he could be a top five middleweight. He could just be he, that, that win over Andre Muniz was super impressive. Uh, or he could be, again, a guy who kind of lingers around the top 10 and, and never quite makes it up. But I think in a best case scenario, one of these guys could be fighting for the title in 2024. Middleweight is a very kind of rocky division right now. So with, with Izzy just removing himself from the equation, Robert Whitaker, I hate to say it, maybe closer to the end of his career uh you know than his prime and we don't know he might be chasing big fights he might not want to fight a brendan allen or a paul craig and they make it to just leap leapfrog over him because of that so it sounds crazy and it feels like this main event's a bit of a throwaway but it does feel like uh there are some there we could be talking about this fight eight months from now when if either of these guys gets teleshot and uh noting this is like the beginning of that of that uh, that run i really mike like brendan. mike go ahead please please why do you think brandon allen needs this win more because I think Paul's a lot more interesting to the casual fan. And he's also I think 35, he and Brendan Allen's not even 30. No, I understand that. But it's just Yeah, that's like the only right thing now. that throws me for a loop. Like if no, Paul Craig Paul, loses, I don't think he's fighting the title any, like ever. Right, but I don't think that matters though. Paul's one of those guys that almost defies uh, rankings in a lot of respects. Like he's like Derek Lewis. Like we're not looking at Derek Lewis to fight for belts. We just want to see the dude fight and get into – to crazy scraps and we'll watch them all just like paul craig paul craig could go on a run he could win this fight and maybe go on a run it'll be a cool story if he 
goes and fights for the belt. But even then, he's still a long ways away. He's probably two or three wins away from that happening. But even if he loses this, there's the Bo Nichols plant seeds that have already been planted. That fight could happen. Even if he loses that, no one will care. There's like, dude, Paul Craig's fighting. I'm going to watch. I don't know. Brendan has really earned that just yet from hmm. outside of us. Like, I think Brendan's been on a nice run. I think one of the things that kind of holds Brendan back is just, I really hope AK, God, I really hope he doesn't call for Sean Strickland. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> he might. You know how I feel about this. He He's might. probably I going know. to. I, I just don't want to see him like get left behind. I, I just don't. Just if he calls for Marvin Vittori. Like, that's a great call-out. It's a nice, realistic call-out, and it's probably a fight he could get. I just don't want to see him, like, overshoot his shot because when you get this close, it does matter. I know, Jose, you don't necessarily agree with that all the time, that call-outs mean something, and the UFC doesn't typically make fights based on call-outs. But look up Bilal Muhammad right now. Bilal Muhammad is is partly in the position he's in right now because he's misstepped with the microphone in front of his face. And now I just don't want to see Brennan in the same position, if that makes any sense. Mike, can I ask you, do you think Brendan, if with a big win on Saturday, is he the, does he become, can he, can he, can he, can he become the backup? Can he become the backup for UFC uh, 297? Because I don't think they would trust Hamza. I don't think Hamza can be trusted to be a backup. I don't think he'd want to be a backup. He's, he's hard enough to get in the cage as it is. So other than that, wouldn't, wouldn't Brendan be the guy to get the call? It's only what, two months away. Assum- assuming it's not some all out war that, you know, shelves him for a long time. doesn't get any like crazy cuts or anything. That could be that could be a possibility for him, right? He could be the backup. Maybe they could go to Whitaker as the backup. Ooh. I know he just they could do that. I mean, there's there's lots of ways he can go right now. Uh, they could call on Brennan. I don't think they'll call like you said. I don't think they'll call on Hamzat. They could call on Kamar Usman to be the backup. <laughs> like that could happen too. The classic. We feel like uh, Kamaru, you know, might have won that fight, or you know, Hamzat didn't impress as much. Usman's a draw. Yeah. Anything's so, in play with middleweight. Anything's in play with middleweight. There's no clear, there is no clear hierarchy of middleweight right now. There is no like line of like, oh, this guy should definitely besides DDP getting it. After him, it's like, I don't know who is like the next guy for sure. This is the best middleweight has been since I got to MA fighting. I can tell you that right now. This is the most interesting it's ever been in in quite some time with all of these names up there. So we'll see who can sort of state their case to, to be more at the top of that list. Jose, we'll get your official pick right now. Uh, Brandon Allen, massive favorite here. Minus 425, according to DraftKings, come back on. Paul Craig, plus 330. Who gets this one done, Jose? Uh, probably Brandon Allen by decision. Um, we have two very high level grapplers fighting each other. And normally when you get two very high level grapplers, especially very, I'm not like, they're both very good offensively grappling, but I think what they thrive in is when their opponents make mistakes and they capitalize on it. Um, I don't think either man is going to make a mistake against the other one. So normally when you get matchups like this, it kind of turns into a sloppy kickboxing fight, which is fine and a lot of fun to watch. And if that does happen, I think just Brendan Allen is not a spectacular striker. I just think he's a better striker than Paul Craig. I think Paul Craig's biggest fault when he fights is when he gets punched hard his reactions are so visceral. Like he kind of closes his eyes and makes faces. And obviously that doesn't look good when you're judged, when you're trying to, when there's three people judging a fight. Um, I just think his, he doesn't take damage well. And I, we have obviously Brendan Allen has been finished. I just think Brendan Allen is a slightly better striker than 
Paul Craig, Paul Craig, you know, he tries to do, he always tries to take fights down a la the Johnny Walker fight and he got knocked out trying to secure a takedown. Obviously, if fights like Andre Muniz and Shogun Hua, he got on top of you and just kind of beat the soul out of them. Uh, I don't think he's going to do that with Brandon Allen. I think Brandon Allen is a very good um, reactive grappler, uh, just like Paul Craig. So if this does turn into a sloppy kickboxing fight between two black belts, then I think Brandon Allen pulls off the decision. AK, what do you think? Are you with Brennan Allen and Jose going Brennan Allen via the magic of the scorecards here? Do you agree with that? Uh, firstly, we just had Euros Medich weigh in. Uh-oh. I'm hearing now. He made it 171, but he was the first fighter today to need the uh, box of redemption. So anyway, all you Euros Medich fans out there, breathe a sigh of relief. 171, it's all good. His fight with... All right. Muktebek... Oral by is official. I think. Wait, did it? No, wait, don't. No, hold on. <laughs> I had to check. I forgot if Mukta Beck waited. Yes, okay, it is official. Good. The music was fine. Uh... <laughs> Thank you, Casey. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go the other way for the UFC Vegas 82 main event. Uh, I-, I said Paul Craig was a wild card. It just feels like it's not a trap fight because I know we said Brandon's pretty heavily pretty heavily favored but i do think there's enough people out there giving craig a chance it's just so unclear uh what he can be at 185 it was kind of unclear what he was at 205 because 205 he picked up some big wins he finished he finished um finished uh excuse me got some very memorable finishes he has wins over ankalaev and jamal hill at 205 right so we thought like this guy could be contender he was ranked at some point both in our rankings and the UFC's rankings. I think he was higher in the UFC. I want to say he made it somewhere in the top 10. I think for us, he maybe landed around top 15. Um, so we didn't know what he was on the heavyweight. He was a wild card there. Now you insert him into this middleweight picture. Yes, he's a bit up there in age. Like I said, uh, um, around 35 years old. But that's, I don't think that's a death sentence at middleweight. Middleweight is – it's not quite like light heavyweight and heavy where you can be up there in your late, late 30s and doesn't mean much. Like there is sort of still an athleticism gap between Paul Craig and some of the up-and-comers at 185. But it's not – that big so i like his chances uh i definitely don't see it going to the cards i like paul craig to finish i will say paul craig knockout let's bring back some third round craig magic uh, so i'll go round three i'll go round three maybe a competitive fight he might be down on one of the cards comes back in the third and uh and uh, finds a way to ko uh brendan allen and let me just say i'm doing a little bit of reverse jinxing here for brendan allen because I picked him to lose his last two fights after the uh, before I say before the Andre Muniz fight or was it before the Bruno Silva fight for one of these fights uh, he was quite amused by my prediction and, and I was one of the uh, so-called media members he called out so I will continue to pick against you Brendan Allen and uh, perhaps this will be a bit of reverse luck and uh, you'll get another win because I definitely picked him to lose to Bruno Silva as well and he pulled that one off so I am officially picking Paul Craig wink. I'm going to go with the former middleweighty middleweight champ. I think I think he is the former middleweighty middleweight champ. He did win. He did defeat Christoph Jocko to earn that honor and distinction. But yeah, I think these this little finish run he's on has kind of gotten that belt vacated from him. I think he finishes. I think Brennan Allen's probably live for a knockout here. Like again, two very good grapplers, but Brennan Allen's striking has gotten a lot better him going to kill cliff was a brilliant move you saw it in the bruno Silva fight he hurt him on the feet before he got the finish 
club and stuff is also in play, but I kind of think Brennan gets a ground and pound finish here. Paul is a wild card. I think it happens in round two because honestly, if this fight goes to round three, this is going to get real hairy because I think Paul Craig gets, gets a little more live the longer this fight goes because he is such a wild card. But I do think Brennan's on a really good run right now. I do think his striking has evolved immensely night and day since the Chris Curtis fight. It's not where he probably wants it to be. It's probably not at a level where, you know, he'd feel great in a rematch with a guy like Sean Strickland or even to drink his two plus E. But boy, considering where he was in that fight, even like the Kyle Dawkins fight to where he is now from a striking perspective, vastly improved. So I do think Brennan Allen is live for a KO slash TKO. So I'll go Brennan Allen TKO round two to... I think that's five in a row for Brennan Allen. So it should be a wild fight. I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot to like there. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down and new customers to DraftKings can bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. We got a... As Jose mentioned, we get Jake Matthews versus the up-and-coming Michael Morales. That should be fun. Good little step up for the 24-year-old. Chase Hooper, Jordan Levitt getting after it at 155. I think this is freaking brilliant matchmaking. I have literally no idea how this fight's going to go. Peyton Talbot making his UFC debut. Biggest favorite on the card, minus 750 over Nick Aguirre. Uh, Amanda Hibas back against Luana Pinheiro. AK, is Luana Pinheiro hit the scales yet? 
Luana Pinero has not appeared at the scale yet. Her opponent, Amanda Hibas, has. Amanda uh, successfully made weight. We're still waiting on Luana Pinero. Yes. We have the aforementioned Yurosh uh, Medic versus uh, McTybek Orobai. AK, would you be surprised to know that the newcomer, Orobai, is the favorite here against Yurosh I would Medic? not. I would not be surprised. I have seen some Orobai tape. The dude is a... He's a He's, ma- a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a hitter. The dude's a yeah. hitter. Like this he, is, he is a finisher. Like this dude. This is yeah. a fight that no. This is not reaching the the judges' scorecards. No, that's for sure. No, no, no. Has Medich ever made the, reach the scorecards in his uh, MMA career? I know he has not in the UFC. All his wins are by finish. I don't know if he's lost a decision, but all his wins are by. No, I know he no because I'm pretty sure he's only lost to Jalen, and I know that was a rear naked choke, like pretty quick too. Uh, no decisions. He has never yeah, gone yeah. to the cards. Someone's going to bed. Someone's definitely going to bed. Uh, he's a good. Oral, he's a good talker. You can ask him two questions, and you'll have a fifteen-minute interview. Uh, his opponent, uh, one win, one loss to it. Go went to the cards, and everything else is a finish. There, there. That is going to be a scrap. That is going to be a scrap. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, look, there's a lot of prospects on this card. We got Christian Leroy Duncan back taking on Dennis Tolulian. Mick Parkin trying to build upon the momentum of one Tommy Aspinall against Kyle Machado. A couple of contender series vets. Lucas Alexander missing weight as a man, minus 535 favorite against Jekka Sarag. Uh, Lucy Pudelova. I, I, I should say my best friend. Where are we Sorry, at? my best friend. Best I, think Lucas, I think Lucas Alexander is going to weigh in again, so I guess we can't oh, okay. quite say. We can't quite say he's missed weight, but not looking great so far. Missed not on the first great. attempt. Two pounds uh, over on his first attempt, yeah. We have a women's bantamweight fight on on the slate right now. Lucy Pudelova, who I believe is ranked in the MMA fighting rankings. Is that accurate? Number, tied for number 13. Wow. This doesn't happen all that often. I know. So get know. excited. Uh, taking on Eileen Perez, who is a pretty big favorite. Nicholas Mota back against Trey Ogden. And Charles Johnson, Rafael Estevam will kick off the festivities at 2 p.m. Eastern. So, yeah, look, I'm not here to tell. We may not be giving it like a high rating, but this isn't going to be a bad watch. Like if you if your day is planned upon sitting down on your sofa with some food Bro. at 2 p.m. Eastern to watch these fights, I think you're going to have a good time. Bro, I'll watch Jonathan Pierce fight anybody. And I love that fight. Oh my JSP, god! JSP, I can't Spino. believe. Like I know I under I'm the big like prelims versus main card doesn't matter on these type of things because it's essentially just one long card. It's from ESPN Plus, DSPN Plus, with a slight commercial break in the middle. But Jonathan Pierce deserves to be way higher. That dude is so violent and so fun to interview and so. Um, no. No, he should Over be no because Michael Morales. Guys? I think Michael Morales is so good. I think he's the real. I think they're trying to make him a thing, especially mm-hmm. if like Cheeto wins the title and Michael Morales is 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 there. Like they're gonna try to make Ecuador a thing. Um, I get, and I, I know it. I know MMA fighting loves Jake Matthews, not Jose. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, 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 no. We got off that. No, 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 no. A long time ago. <laughs> But Two I people. think the I think Chase Hooper, Jordan Levitt should maybe slot down, and John, J, uh, JSP should be right. He should be third from the top because Michael Morales is so good, and Jake Matthews is. I'm not a huge fan as a fighter. Fun interview, and I like his tattoos. I think they're actually very well done. Um, I think this is a very good test for Michael Morales. I like this matchup yeah. a lot, but I Michael Morales has is the opposite. I think he loves his tattoos, and there he has every single. 
MMA tattoo you'll ever think. I'm pretty sure he has a tiger wearing Spartan armor, which is just everything you want in an MMA fighter. Yeah. I mean, I get why Morales is in the spot. Like, they're trying to get him over. But to me, the second most interesting fight on the card is Pierce and Bruno. Like, yeah. JSP coming I, off the injury. How's he going to look? He's supposed to yeah. fight Bryce Mitchell. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was. I think. I the, think. The, the, go, go, okay, okay. okay. Okay, I'm, now you go. The, the the three fights ahead of the main event are all kind of, I think, try to get people over fights because Michael Morales, yeah. obviously, like we said, blue chipper. Chase Hooper, we were all kind of surprised. We've been talking about the odds all week. He's he's like he was like a two to one favorite. I don't know if it went down. Minus two hundred five. Minus two hundred five. That's a bit surprised. So they must know something we don't. I mean, I think it's a good match on paper for Jordan Levitt. But anyway, so they like him a lot, obviously. And Peyton Talbot, I I honestly didn't know much about him, but like you said, the biggest favorite on the card apparently. So they must see something in him. Uh, and by it's, the way, Luana Pinero has made weight to so her fight with the Mandahibas is now official. So hey. the Michael Morales fight. The Michael Morales fight is fun because I actually do like his progression up the like every fight seems slightly better. Mm-hmm. Like obviously Ian Ian Gary's done that. Um Hamzat obviously got like got the rocket like right away. But I like how these welterweight guys are like slowly like I'm pretty sure his first UFC fight was Trevin Giles, which is a tough fight. And he won that. And I'm pretty sure he knocked him out. And then he beat Adam, co-main event fighter, Adam Fugit. Yep. Is that Adam Fugit fought Michael Malott in the co-main event, if I remember correctly? And then um, beat Max Griffin. Those are three tough cats. So I think Michael Morales wins this. You know, there's rumors of certain pay-per-views happening certain places at the beginning of 2024. I think there's a very specific one that we can't really talk about until it's confirmed. I think he'd be a great slot as like a prelim fighter on that one. There you go. There you go. Uh, Lucas Alexander. Lucas Alexander has officially missed weight. So I guess he either did not. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. We don't know. Uh, Status of his bout with Jekasaragi pending as his uh, purse penalty. If uh, the bout does proceed to catch weight. So hopefully everything sticks together. I'm surprised. Jekka. Look at some of the odds here, guys. Jekka's a huge fate plus 400. Um, he looks terrible against Angel Jubilee, and I and I thought he was going to beat Angel Jubilee. Yeah, so he's, maybe he's. That's why he's a big fat underdog. Oh, he's under. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I thought I saw minus. Yeah, okay, dude. I see. Obviously, the minus five thirty five favorite. I saw. Okay, that makes way more sense. I saw minus four hundred. Yes, you're right. It is plus four hundred. Oh my gosh, I was like, that seems. Insane. I was going to say, <laughs> I need to <laughs> alert. I need. Someone should alert the uh, the betting institutions if he is now a minus four hundred favorite. Okay. Something is terribly wrong. Yeah, something is terribly wrong. And this this right. two pound weight miss for Lucas Alexander tells me uh, he did not try to cut weight again, and probably and, pro- and because he didn't show up that late either, so he showed up like an hour in. So that feels like a strategic weight miss to me. Like they could have tried to cut more, but they were like, nah, let's just just to nah, stop it too. Take, take the fine. Let's, let's go. Over. Yeah. So we'll give him 20% and we'll take the win vote. Yeah. So it's not, right, not good for Jekka. It's not good for Jekka. Yes. Casey, come on in. Uh, we'll take some questions. There's <laughs> obviously this card. There's a lot going on in the wonderful world of the UFC coming out of UFC 295. There's possibly the final Bellator event coming up later yes. on today. The card of the weekend. <laughs> Definitely the card of the weekend. Definitely has the fight of the weekend. Oh, that's for sure. I am, I am actually. I'm super excited to watch that. I'm super excited to sit home and watch the. the I guess the final Bellator card on Showtime at least tonight. I'm. Uh, I'm actually very hyped for that card. Very hyped. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. But questions we have. 
very little, very, very little questions about this card, actually. <laughs> not, um, not this is the most interesting and maybe the most relevant. Mr. T, is this the first time we've ever had two fighters with two first names headline oh. a UFC event? No. Right at Fra- Frankie Edgar, BJ Penn. Frankie Edgar, BJ yeah. Penn. Yeah, yeah, Penn, yeah, yeah Penn, Penn, Penn name, counts, yeah. Penn tracks, yep. Technically, anything uh, can be a first name when you think yeah. about it, but I, I understand that. Yeah, I, I've uh, never met a Penn. Like, hey. Penn Gillette, Penn Gillette. It's yeah, even Penn, spelled the same way. Penn. Yeah, he's like a celebrity. He's, it's, like, it's not a real person. Like, I've never like, walked right, so the I, MMA fighting like <laughs> This is MMA fighting like smooth the goalpost. MMA <laughs> fighting like smooth the goalpost, but the answer is Frankie Edgar, BJ Penn. I guess if you want, because there's been a couple senators whose first name is Johnson, Demetrius Johnson, Tim Elliott would be another one. Other that's than silly, that, that's I can't a really... silly first name. Penn's a See? silly first name. I want, I want, I want standard Penn boring Badget? first names. Standard Penn boring first names. He wants, he, AK, I mean, Casey would like anglicize white middle American names headlining <laughs> UFC events. I mean, oh, it's Dana White's that, promotion. Dude, that's so what that I'm track. all about. I'm fi- Jose yeah. finally got me. That's, that's what yeah. I'm all about. <laughs> I mean, look at that, <laughs> that hat. Look that at that hat. Me. He's from, I mean, where you, you're from Texas, right? That tracks. <laughs> me and my grindcore hat okay <laughs> well, i'm just saying isn't it cam- it's camo that's what i mean like people don't know what grindcore is in the chat they will i bet somebody does yeah, yeah probably it's mma we like silly things yeah i listened to a podcast about napalm death today so yeah um all right um so okay edgar pin edgar pin and they did it how many times did it yet three times three i think only one two of them were main events though because yeah. the first yeah. one was in abu dhabi as a coma oh yeah and the third one, we all cried. Yeah, oh. and is I get again. I guess Johnson. There are Johnson first names. So Demetrius Johnson, Tim Elliott. That was the main event, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm, I guess yeah, that yeah. could technically be one too. But that is an interesting question. <laughs> I love that. We had the right, right guy here. Jose Jose Jadales it. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah. uh, that's the only question. <laughs> no, someone <laughs> asked. Do you have I one? Love that. I, I pinned it. I pinned it to the top of the YouTube. Casey, did you see that? What is it? What is this? Oh, no, oh just is this the worst? Is this the worst card of twenty twenty three? I don't want to be so I negative. Know, I don't want to be. so I negative. don't mind. I why don't you mind. Want to, why do we like? That's like when people like, "Who's the most overrated fighter?" It's like, why do you, yeah. why do you want to talk like that? It's who's the, the fighter who sucks ass the <laughs> most? Is the question I want to answer. <laughs> 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 but like what he says which fighter sucks ass he's not talking about fighting ability he's yeah, talking yeah. about the literal literal question i don't um, think this is the worst no, no i don't think. i had to look back i cheated it is and i don't and i don't normal i don't oh, I, if ever agree with dana white's promotional tactics but i do agree sometimes the fights on paper look like trash and then the fights are a lot of fun it's yeah, the fights it, like like when we had the the Misha Tate Caitlin Vieta fight card, like that fight card on paper looked very bad and the fights were very bad. And those are the ones that stick out. It's the ones that are a lot of fun that don't look good on paper that we never really talk about. I think this card will at least give people finishes on the prelims, which people like. That's always a fun mm-hmm. thing. You got like three or four memorable finishes. And again, that's usually a sign of, as the odds are kind of showing, maybe some mismatches. Uh, but this could work out really well for the UFC. And then we said on the main card, there's some showcase fights. So, But I still say, again, I'd never define a card by its amount of finishes. I, I don't care. No. Like, 
a two yeah, I agree. Card as it finishes. It doesn't mean it's a great card. It means it may be easy to watch, um, but it doesn't mean it was a great card. It doesn't mean it was a memorable card. I'm just looking at back at some of the previous ones this year. This Blanchfield Andrade uh, fight with a uh, card was pretty. The fight was amazing. Great headliner. Much stronger yeah. headliner than this. But that card is rough on paper. Paga, well, Jordan Wright, Pogues, Josh Parisian, Prakniao, William Knight, and, and in practice also did not like. Well, I think the problem with this card too is just the stakes. Um, I mean, we 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 had we had kind of we kind of like, eh, <laughs> does Allen or Craig need to win more? We're like, oh, yeah, I guess they both need to win. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. we're kind of, you know, it's just it's, the fights are important, obviously, to the, the individuals. Everyone gets a paycheck, and. Um, you know, half these fighters move slightly closer to a title shot. <laughs> the home Bueno Silva card was a tough thing. I was going to ask. I missed that card. I was unfortunately in Japan traveling, you know, terrible. But uh, I missed that card, and I'm looking at it on paper. This did not look – this card is not jumping But, but home Bueno Silva, even that had, that had a good finish, and there was high stakes. The winner got a title shot. There's nothing – We did see the goat. I did mean, see the goat. there was no winner. <laughs> Don't ever say that, Jose. <laughs> that win is counted officially by the MMAfighting.com staff. All right. That is an official win. I don't care what the commission says. Is this, I guess, is this one of the, lo- lo- outside the the top two fights, are there any top 15 fighters on this card? Oh, wait, yes. I guess. Yeah. 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 How dare you? Oh. Uh, 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 did you say? Oh, you said you mentioned Pinera and uh, Pinera and Hebus. Pinera and Hebus. Hebus yeah. is in our JSP is a fire, is he not? He's a, yeah, he's close. He's close. he would he was supposed to fight Bryce Mitchell. He was going to absolutely be ranked if he beat Bryce Mitchell. I wouldn't if JSM wins. I would be. I I don't think um, Diego Lopes is going to get the Bryce Mitchell fight just yet. Mm. I, I don't think Bryce Mitchell would take that because he seems to be wanting to you know fight relatively close to the top seven, top five. Mm-hmm. I would love. J- JSP versus um, Diego Lopes. That would be such a violent fight. That's a good. That's, that's a good call. That would yeah. be such a, especially if it's like a main event in Mexico City in February. Oh my god, huh? I want Lopez versus Alexander Hernandez as a nice little step up. A known name who's fought good dudes, kind of a veteran. When the name would mean mm-hmm. something in the resume, I just don't want to. I don't. I want. I don't want to slow roll Diego Lopez. But I don't want to rush him too quickly either. Yeah. That makes sense. Give him like one yeah. more established name outside of the top 15, and then we can start talking about those other fights. But they clearly have something with him. Like he's over. I tell you what, of all the fighters, like he got the one of one of the biggest reactions at MSG, especially for it's the incredible. ceremonials. It's awesome to see. It's incredible. What a year that man has had. He might be the rookie of the year for MA fighting this year. It's very possible. Mm, that's a good shout. Uh, I just want I, we don't have to answer this formally Forrest Daniels Forrest we love you is asking how's a UFC card with 14 fights a bad card gratitude people and listen if you like a lot of fight you got, you're gonna love tonight's Bellator card because it's got 16 fights 16 on it. fights we've had some Bellator cards oh with like 19 so fights so Forrest <laughs> I wish more fans had your attitude because Bellator would be the number one promotion in the world right now because they just load those they just you, <laughs> shovel they have so many they have so many gullet. fights they have so many fights. They put on fights after the main event. <laughs> that is how many <laughs> fights they have. This energy, where has this energy I th- been? I thought we Thor? wanted fighters to get paid. This is a good thing. People, right? Yeah. UFC, two, UFC 295 at Madison Square Garden didn't even have 14 fights. Mm-hmm. And, 13 and, it, fights. And, that, and that was crap compared to this card. This card has 14 yeah. fights. This card's yep, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Come on, you're man. Right. 
It's, it's a many. numbers game, baby. Numbers. It's too many. Um, let's talk real quick because, you know, who cares about them? But they're actually the most important fight of the weekend. Is Big Tuna fighting this weekend? Oh. Um, who you got for Pettis versus Patchy Mix? Man, this is a great fight. What does MOV mean? I'm not sure what that is. I'm just going to ignore that part. Move? <laughs> I, I thought that was awesome. I thought that was um, uh, Amosov, but that's but it's not Mov, so I'm not sure. Scott, what's, Scott what is MOV? You're still in the comments. <laughs> what is MOV? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't, I can't. Most objectively violent. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. It's um, good. Go one. ahead, guys. Go ahead with your pick. Probably uh, Patchy. I think Patchy is the most underrated and underappreciated fighter in all of MMA right now. No, Amazov, Amazov is so no, I good too. But. I, 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 I think Amazov is the most underappreciated fighter in all of That's MMA true. right now. I mean, by by my by that definition, Sergio, who is technically the cha- the reigning champion, yeah. would be more underappreciated. But am I not this is the, the year in 2021? 2021? Yeah, yeah. 21. I mean, Patchy's knockout of Rufian Sass has got to be on the short list too. That was my. I think it was, I think that might have been a number two knockout. Last year, that was this year. That was this year. Oh, that was year, this year. Oh, it's this year. Yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah. And that that might. Ooh, that, that was the good. that was his last fight. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's gonna be one or two. <sighs> I, 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 I don't know if it'll even be in my top three, but it's oh, I close think to it's, my top. Five. I think it's freaking incredible. Yeah. Um, I think Patchy's gonna win, but I think it's gonna be. I'm picking Patchy, but Sergio see, Pettis, it shocks me all the time. I know Sergio's performance against Patricio. I thought Patricio was gonna wash Sergio. Me, me too. And man. And, man, Sergio looked, just looked great. He just looked great. People didn't look bad. Sergio looked amazing. Okay. Also, I, why I can't Sergio get a main event? He this is the second fight in a row. He should be the main <laughs> event. It just came to me. This just came to me. This is what's going to happen. Sergio Pettis oh, is oh, going so to. MLB, Sergio Pettis is going to MLB win. Movie is method of victory. Method of victory. Ah, we got it. Sergio Sergio Pettis come from behind. Decision win. Sure. Patchy's going to come like out that. hot. He's going to come out red hot. He's going to win the first two rounds. He's going to be winning some of the third. And then Pettis is going to start finding himself. He's going to start finding his range. He's going to start landing shots. Patchy's going to get a little bit tired. Pettis is going to turn up the volume. And he's going to eke out a somewhat controversial decision. But it's going to be one of the best Bellator fights of the year. It's gonna. It's this fight is going to deliver in spades. Hope so. But Pettis has got to sneak it out. And this doesn't mean that I don't think Patchy is still one of the best bantamweights in the world. I think this is gonna be one of those kind of learning experiences for him. I think Patchy's gonna start off so good, maybe almost finish Pettis, maybe have him in some tough spots. But I don't know. This this kind of screams like it's gonna be like the Archuleta fight in some respects. I think it's gonna be something like that, mm-hmm. but better. I'm, I'm going. Yeah, that was patchy, a good fight. Archuleta makes yeah. it a great fight too. Mm-hmm. Great Tremendous fight. fight. I'm going. I'm going Patchy by decision, but I keep picking against Pettis, and he's proving me wrong. Yeah, I didn't think he'd uh, beat Pitbull, and there you go, Pettis. I didn't. I didn't think he'd beat Haraguchi. Nope. The man just keeps. The man keeps finding a way. Listen, he gets his hand raised at the end. That's what matters. Um, uh, by the way, we have a second weight miss. Uh, a very Uh-oh. unhappy. A very unhappy looking uh, Rafael Estevam stepped to the step to the scale, and you just knew he wasn't going to make it. I don't think he bothered with the box. Uh, 128, so two pounds over the uh, non-title flyweight limit. Aye! Aye! So who's left? Do you have anybody left? We're still waiting on Eileen Perez, but I'll be honest, uh, this is women's bantamweight, so I just don't, li- I just feel like, I don't know, I just don't like her chances of <laughs> showing up. 
it's not good, guys. It's not good. She's just not gonna, all she's not gonna all come. I want is a ranked women's bantamweight fight. Is this is this too much to ask for? Is you got uh, one. I, I, you got I, one I, next I, week. You got one next week or two weeks. For uh, for now, as Jose would say, yeah, we've got one. We've got one. We'll see. I thought we had one on. I thought we had one on Saturday. Are Misha Tate say? and Julia Avila both not ranked? Are they both uh, out of the M- rankings? Misha is ranked in our. It actually is ranked in our. Ranking. Okay. I think we all and decided. Julia, well, Julia was top yes. ten before she yeah. left yes. uh, to make a baby. Yeah. Correct. Yes. That's gonna be a fun. fun. I, I, I pulled su- up my. I'm, I'm super excited for Tate Avila. I'm super excited. I, I was a big fan of Julia Avila, and um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that fight. I pulled up my knockouts of the year, and I have Stotts over, or I have mixed KO and Stotts at number four. So top five, but not top two. It's gonna be but tough. We'll give our list later. It's gonna be a tough beating Izzy. Yeah, it's gonna be tough beating. I mean, I have Gaethje over Poirier at number two. That's a good one too. Yeah, it's a good one too. There's a lot of good ones. Yeah. Benoit Santini is on that list probably now after he head kicked yeah. Mafravola halfway across the freaking. I mean, zone. I have Terrence. I have Bonfine just melts, literally <sighs> melting Terrence McKinney at There's number a lot of good ones. Uh, five. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one too. And I'm I'm, I'm gonna have I'm I'm definitely gonna have in my top ten, maybe top five. I gotta think about it. I forgot his name right now. Uh, the Japanese kid who's the 45 champ, uh, who, who knocked out that guy from the up kick and did 20 punches. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Suzuki. Jiro. Yeah, Suzuki. Jiro. Yeah, Jiro. Yeah, yeah. He's sick. Yeah, that, kid that was nasty. Good. Oh yeah. Um, right. Juan Archuleta wants to fight him. That's a super Ooh. fun fight. Excited. Is he officially Ooh, a full on Ryzen fighter now? I think so. Yeah. Or at least, I mean, yeah. The, absolutely. He seems to love it there. The Mexican that walks out with the Conquistador helmet. So, mm-hmm. still that's so his, bizarre to me. That's his name. That's so bizarre. Say love you. All right. Uh, uh, you, any more questions? Take a couple more. If, uh, <clears throat> did you, it's focused on these cards, people. Um, we will have a Q&A tomorrow so we can answer yeah, all the we'll, other weird we'll, questions we'll go a little more broader tomorrow since everyone uh, seems to be jumping on the Jed Mishu John Jones gaslight movement uh, we can discuss that tomorrow it's a powerful movement oh. question to the panel which undefeated fighter on this UFC card loses their zero Ooh. Okay. Let me see. I mean, I would, I, I, you would have to assume Michael Morales probably has the highest chance because Jake Matthews is so has, is such a veteran fighter, mm-hmm. such a veteran fighter. At only twenty nine too, only 29. which is crazy. Yeah. Every at, time I it's it's crazy, but since we saw how the careers of uh, Jordan Mead and Roy McDonald have played out, having a crap load of fights at such a young age has always been kind of freaky to me. I'm going to cheat and I'm going to say uh, Luana Pinheiro, who's not undefeated, but is mm-hmm. undefeated in the UFC. I think, obviously, uh, I'm not, she has one of the toughest Amanda he was. Because who, who are the other actual undefeateds? Peyton Talbot and I think Esteban. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's- Mick Parkin yeah. is undefeated. Is he yeah. undefeated? Stop it. 7 and 0. Undefeated heavyweight Mick Parkin? Oh, Dude. my God. I, I think, I honestly. I'm going to say him. Talbot. I'm going to say him, yeah. by the way, only because it's heavyweight and anything can happen. Yeah, I think Estevam. I think Charles Johnson is better than his record UFC record yes. shows because he's fought yes. some extremely, extremely talented people. He's good. Yeah, he's 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 good. so he just, good. Um, he just loses. Just he just he's just not quite 
he just yeah you know he's a, <clears throat> i mean he's been a really yeah. good opponent <laughs> he, but, um, he's uh and he's lost close fights yeah yeah, I think it's yeah, that's, that's a good pick. That's a good shout. I, honestly, I if I would not be surprised if all three lost. But so stuff. Dang, Chris Leroy Duncan's on this card too. How do we not talk about him? That's like he's a, he's very talented too. His what last was fight was so, this was so discouraging though. I was so bummed out by his last fight. I thought, and again, everyone can have an off night, but I was like, oh, I mean, oh, he's supposed to fight uh, very good. So it's fight Cesar Almeida, right? Yeah, Cesar Almeida. I was looking forward to that one. I liked what I saw from Almeida on the yeah. Contender Series. I, I just hope if if Chris Duncan, Chris Le- Christian Leroy Duncan wins, I hope it's not because like his his debut is against Dusko, and I was very excited for that fight. But then Dusko got hurt in the middle of the fight, so it was kind of like a a weird. A it was also ext- well, it was like very early into the fight, right? Yeah, like it was definitely in the first round. It was pretty yeah. quick, was it not? Yeah, and he I liked his um. Chris because Le- Christian Leroy Duncan was supposed to who was like five and oh was supposed to fight Jesse Taylor, who has had like more fights than anyone in oh the history of MMA. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to fight Jesse Taylor in like Cage Warriors. So he's like, What does Dusko have that Jesse Taylor doesn't? I'm like, I mean, that's a very good very good question. And then we never got to real a real answer. Dude, Jesse the story oh, of Jesse yeah. Taylor is gonna be a fascinating one to tell. <laughs> It's one of a kind, oh, that's for sure. Uh, we yeah. had an Eileen Perez appearance at the weigh-ins. Uh, she showed she up. Make, she did. 136.5 half over oh. the limit. So, and it looks, like it looks like they're just taking the scale. They've taken the scale away. So I think that is official. I know uh, Lucas Alexander and Estefan are both official. I don't think we'll see Eileen get another chance. But uh, I'm not sure. I can't say that for sure yet. But uh, not, not great. Not great. Well, there you have it. Oh, before we... Oh, that's a bummer. Let's not end on that. Yeah, let's not end yeah, on before, that. Okay. Yeah. So before we check out, um, tonight, watch LFA on UFC Fight Pass. My teammate, big-ass Cody Davis, will be defending his featherweight... No, sorry, flyweight championship belt um, in this his back-to-back... Uh, his second main event for LFA. <laughs> he is fighting... What is, his, what is this gentleman's name? Enrique... <laughs> Chapelin, and it's in Phoenix, right down the street from um, Jose. So Jose can make it. I I was I going to go. I was going to go because LFA literally walking distance from my apartment. Oh, but I am still wow. very sick. Yeah, actually, if there's if there's ever whenever LFA does stuff in Phoenix, I normally just go because I rarely get to go to MMA fights as a fan. Mm-hmm. And there's always a lot of UFC fighters walking around. And I had tickets, but unfortunately, I do not want to get anyone else sick. Yeah, that that is you're you're being you're being a good citizen. But, uh, two uh, notes here, Casey. Two Cody. notes here, Cody Davis, your teammate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, he's facing yeah, Eduardo Chapolin, or otherwise Chapolin. known as uh, Eduardo Henrique. So we're getting another uh, two first names main event, by the way, at LFA. And sorry, what did you say Cody's nickname was? Big ass. <laughs> you can't just gloss over that. You you can't just you try to just slide that one under the fence. I'm like, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah. when you said that, I was you you called him Cody Big Ass Davis. You said featherweight, and then you laughed, and I was like, all right, he's got to say light heavyweight or heavyweight. And then you actually dropped two weight classes after the game. I was <laughs> no, stunned. He's you a, he's a flyweight. Yeah, he's a flyweight named. Do I want to know the origin of this nickname? You just look at the man. 
<laughs> I think he's like he's five four and yeah he's, he's got a big one. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. Tune in. I don't, so you I don't know him, but if you want to know why, <laughs> but watch him. He's exciting. He's just all action, and um, there's absolutely zero reason he is not in the the big show. But um, he's fighting tonight, and um, yeah, so check it out after a course or during or have two TVs while you watch the Bellator card to see yeah. the number one in my ranking. I think I feel the best bantamweight and the best welterweight are fighting tonight in the world. Yeah. LFA's got some good prospects right now. Yeah. They got a couple. He's one. Uh, Isaac Thompson's another guy that I'm very excited about. Uh, they get a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones. All right. You can hit the music, Casey. I think we have, uh, we have done our part. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, 1.30 p.m. Eastern for the People's Pre-Fight Show. And look, we're all MMA fans at the end of the day. We can be tough. We can be tough graders. But if this is the final Bellator event, let's all enjoy it for what it is. It's a damn good card. I mean, it's really going to be tough to beat. We got the two title fights, Amosop Jackson. We got Pettis Mix. We got Stott Sabatello 2. AJ freaking McKee is back Ooh. against Sydney Outlaw. Patricky Pitbull versus Alexander Shabley. Shabley might be one of the five best lightweights in the world right now. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Samiko Inaba is oh, yes. a star in the making. She's fighting on this card as well against Denise Kielholtz. Archie Colgan on the card. A lot of, a lot of up and coming prospects. A lot of people. Uh, Cody Law, Ramazan Kermaga Madoff. Carrie, Terry, Carrie Taylor Melendez. Yep. Yep. Uh, Carrie Taylor Melendez back. Yeah. Should be uh, Timor Kizriev is on the card. Like, there's a lot to like here. So let's just enjoy it. Let's uh, let's send Bellator out with the bang, everybody. For AK, for Jose, for Casey, I am Mike Heck. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the fights tonight, everybody. Bye, Jose. Say bye. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.